Santiago Amigos, and welcome to The Old Man and the CV. This is episode 11. Let's get on with it. We're delighted to be joined by Sheila Hooper for this episode. Sheila is an experienced customer, loyalty, and marketing director, and has worked for major brands during her career, such as Barclays, Shell, Sainsbury's, Selfridges, Homebase, B&Q, the RAC, as well as the Charities Aid Foundation, the Energy Saving Trust, and the Guide Dogs of the Blind Association. Sheila has worked as a management consultant, business development, and strategy director in marketing services and in private equity. Sheila, welcome. Thank you, Andy. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. And it's a very impressive portfolio. Can you give our listeners some top-level highlights of your career so far? Yes, of course, Andy. The continuous golden thread going through my career has been about customer focus. I have, I have been absolutely focused on making things better for customers throughout my career. That's, that, that is the secret, if there are any, to my success and a lot of hard work. Um, I was something of a pioneer. So the highlights were I was a pioneer almost by default for uh, Homebase, where I was head of uh, Spend and Save, their loyalty programme, sometime in the last century. Um, and that has set me up very well for, for my subsequent successes. Um, I think the most recent highlight has been when I went to Barclays in my 50s and was told it would take me at least six months, if not two years, to navigate my way around the, around the organisation. And I was delighted, without a map, to get myself around the organisation and make a difference within about three months. So I think that's been a big highlight. And I think what I would say is that comes from experience. You can't do that as a, you know, if you haven't got years and years of experience of various organisations and people and understanding how important people, whether they be colleagues or customers are to your success. Well, that leads me nicely on to the first question, talking about that experience, because like many others, I know that there's a degree of frustration that the the knowledge and the experience that you've got is currently going to waste, and quite rightly so. But you've got a slightly different aspect on this that hasn't been talked about on the podcast uh, in depth yet. And this is about the lack of tax revenue that the government is collecting because this golden generation of economically inactive workers is being largely ignored. What, what are your thoughts on that? I think it started, well, this started basically frustration not having a job, but then I started because I'm an analytical and creative person at the same time, and you can be. Um, I thought, well, there I haven't got this money to spend on restaurants, going out, eating clothes or whatever. But most importantly, and what, perhaps what I care more about is the between the 40 and 50,000 pounds a year I was paying in tax and national insurance. And for me, I, I, I value that as much as my own income because that's my contribution to society. If we wind that slightly back, it actually means that that could be mean a, at least a, a teacher or a police officer or 20,000 trees a year or whatever it is, pumping oxygen back into the uh, into the uh, environment. But it means I'm not contributing. And that if you multiply that by however many million and I'm people it is or a half million, it's about, it's a, it gets to billions of pounds quite quickly. Um, and I 
feel very strongly that society needs our money and we could really be uh, those of us who are who are looking for roles and can contribute at that kind of level i mean not just because we got gloriously big jobs it's because we create value we have that experience we've done this before we've we've uh grown businesses before by understanding what the commercial uh, levers are we need to pull by customers and colleagues. But now a quick word from our sponsors, Quick Brown Fox PR. They leverage their unique blend of journalistic experience and cross-industry learnings to enable them to focus on lighting up your brand. So if you need a nimble, agile and dynamic agency that jumps over those lazy dogs of PR, then get in touch with Quick Brown Fox today and light up your brand, whatever your industry. Okay, so there's some interesting points there uh, that you raised. So the number of economically inactive workers in the UK between 50 and 64 is about three and a half million. It's about 27% uh, of that particular group. Mm. It's due to a number of reasons, uh, ill health, disability, or just having no desire to return to work. You know, forget all this, get them off the golf course and into the mm. uh, into the menial jobs. But if only a third of those want to get back to work into meaningful work, i.e. 1.2 million, if you look at the average payments in tax and you take away the negative impact of the benefits being paid, that works out at about £35 billion a year, £35 billion in lost revenue. And as you say, how many doctors, nurses, police officers, teachers, etc., can we buy and pay for with £35 billion, plus all the trees, of course? So what are your thoughts on tax breaks and incentives then to get those inactive workers back into meaningful employment? I think that this, the tax break should come from government themselves in terms of employers. Let's face it, it's largely going to be larger employers who can afford these kinds of salaries. I believe that in the same way the government suddenly found all that money to pay for those pensions of the 1% that they needed to, to encourage medical consultants to stay in the in working that um, if you turn it slightly on its head and incentivize employers to make it tax efficient to give us jobs then or tax us less <laughs> then that that that's a that that is a I'd love to know whether that could be done I think that's one solution um, the other one which is slightly different is that I'm probably prepared to to work for less. My outgoings may not have been what they were, aren't what they were five years ago. I have felt that the undercurrent of of the meaning of what people have been saying is that these people can go and work in, like us, can go and work in hospitality and retail because they need the people there or picking fruit, for example. I can add so much more value, as we said, going back to the original question, by paying the right amount of tax by getting a job, a, a highly paid, highly paid job, or a well-paid job. So there's going to be this uh, symbiotic balance between government and enterprise about putting in a structure. And by the way, listeners, symbiotic is not our word of the week. Um, there is going to be this balance between 
enterprises and the government to create that tax structure and incentives to get the golden generation back into meaningful employment. As Simon Long tells us in episode nine, we are sleepwalking into a knowledge catastrophe. So how do we wake everyone up? That's a really good question in terms of waking waking them up. I think if you, there are those big questions, those big numbers like 37 billion, but there's also the apps, the, the rich gold thread of experience that we have. We've been through, we've worked through recessions. We, we are resourceful. We are used to working with people of all ages and backgrounds. Um, and under, and we, we have less axe to grind in terms of we've made it in our careers. We want to do the best thing for society and the business. I mean, if you, you think about it, it's people, people, planet and profit. And we are, I think we are the, the group of people who are, who, who have the most to gain and the least to lose from investing in getting us back to work because there's so much knowledge there, which we are not passing on to the next generation while we're sitting here at home looking for roles. And this isn't about us versus them or men versus women, because this is, it's about society and it's about the good of enterprise. And it's about, um, it's about growth, that much hallow, you know, that word we all hear, growth ain't gonna happen if you're not letting people who've done it before do it again for you. Absolutely spot on. So, Lots of interesting nuggets in there, Sheila. But what would be, there's one key message that you want the listeners to your podcast to take away today. What would you think that would be? Wisdom, crystallised wisdom is an essential part, an essential ingredient to the future wealth, happiness and health of this country. And I think that is a very good summary of your thoughts today. So, Sheila Hooper, Thank you very much indeed for giving up your time and energy and being on the Old Man and the CV podcast today. Thank you very much for having me, Andy. It's been a great pleasure. Well, that's it for episode 11 with our guest, Sheila Hooper. Sheila's details are in the episode notes along with our sponsors, Quick Brown Fox PR. Just time for the credits for the music intro and the ident Abby Goldfever Molly One. This is an almost pro production for 23 Magic, copyright 2023. See you next week, Santiago Amigos. <laughs>